What it do, everybody? This is the Gutter Source Podcast. Back again for your motherfucking ass. You feel what I'm saying? Back up in here during these trying times. And uh, I would like to start by saying, please forgive me if the audio is terrible. I think I might have to actually go back, get a new microphone, get some new cables. Because this motherfucker is looking kind of fucking up. Hopefully it's not the software. We'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We'll do that troubleshooting thing. You know, process of elimination. We'll see where we could take us. Um, the news cycle has been nonstop. It's been the most interesting thing to watch. Netflix would be jealous, right? You know, we have uh, we have uh, saboteurs and provocateurs and agents and undercover police officers inciting riots so that they can get the peaceful protesters to stop. Funded by uh, George Soros. Uh, if you don't know who that guy is, I highly suggest you check him out. I think I said his name on the podcast before. There's just magical bricks just appearing. You know what I mean? It's like, how do bricks just appear? You know, uh, police officers taking their taking their hand and looting, going ahead and getting their Nikes and things of that nature. You know what I mean? All while blaming uh, people of a particular color. However, I feel like these uh, opportunists have taken advantage of the uh, peaceful protests to live out their strange uh, end the world fantasies by uh, smashing windows and inciting riots and setting things on fire. You know, setting the Arby's on fire. You know, th- thank you. Like nobody likes Arby's, right? So I'm not really upset that they did that, but you know, they're uh, they took the conversation away from uh, what we were uh, trying to get accomplished. You know what I mean? And um, a uh, part of me wish, really wish, the looting wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Um, riots happen about every 30 years or so, because if you don't smash it and break shit, they won't listen to you anyway. You know what I mean? They'll be like, oh, okay, okay. You know, peaceful protest. Yeah, go back and just, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in the pile. The uh, shredder burn pile is what they're going to do. So, I mean, uh, honestly, the fact of the matter is, unfortunately, that has to be that way. In order for them to get to listen to you, get them to listen to you, is you have to break shit and you have to threaten to break their shit too. Right. Um, there's been a lot of interesting things going on, obviously, you know, uh, I wish I was in better spirits, but I'm not, I've had to take a break from social media for the most part. Cause it's just, you see this person getting killed. Like, like I can't watch people getting killed anymore. And I know I can't be the only one. I just can't watch the beatings. I can't watch the, the police just stopping people out anymore after they're already incapacitated after they have them in handcuffs when they're not resisting. You know what I mean? I just, I, I just can't watch it anymore. It's just, uh, it just hurts my spirit a little too much. Like I said, now that I've, as I get older in age, I get a little bit softer for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, uh, the, uh, paternal clock ticking. Maybe it's me, uh, wanting to be a dad at some point. And I would be afraid uh, if my kids had to see any of it or I had to experience any of it firsthand. But uh, unfortunately, it's the fact of the matter. Uh, took a few notes here. Uh, things that I've noticed over uh, the past week. Um, you know, I, I don't want to keep it all, you know, low. You know, I mean, I want to talk about a couple lighter things. You know, me personally, I've been uh, playing a couple of video games here. 
here and there. But I mean, like I said, last week is the fucking video game drought. So what the fuck are we even, what the fuck am I even doing with that? So I've been off the video games. I've been focusing mostly on the piano, trying to get my dexterity down 100%. Speed, you know, accuracy, because accuracy is a big, is a, is a big thing, you know, because you don't want to fat finger keys, you know, like the problem with the synthesizers is that like that, like with the, with the tinier ones, you know, like the little groove machines is that they have really, really tiny keys. So you can easily fat finger them. And I haven't been playing it too much because usually when I, when I fuck around with that, for the most part, uh, normal keys feel like the size, I'm pressing the size of Texas, right? So I've been on that, you know, been playing, trying to play, um, Yuruma, he uh, the Japanese composer, pretty good, actually very damn good. He's uh like you 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 might not know who he is, but you've heard his music because he's done damn near every movie. Did the Dark Knight, did all kind of shit. So you've heard him somewhere before, and uh, you know Chopin, Chopin, um, Debussy, you know, obviously Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, the big three. Um, I just want to shout out everybody who was actually, uh, you know, going to the protest. And uh, I just want to put put people up on game when they go to donate. Uh, before you donate, don't, don't just give money to anybody. You, you just don't do that because there are a lot of opportunistic people out here looking to looking to gain monetarily on uh, tragedies. Because, you know, because that's that's all that always happens, you know, like the, during the Great Depression, you know, during each fucking stock market crash during every recession somebody finds a way to take advantage of those who are in need you know and uh, continues to tighten the vice that's around their neck the metaphorical vice of course so please be mindful now the the blm as an entire charity i think needs to be looked over a couple times because you know, like uh, other charities, for instance, like um, uh, the Goodwill, for instance, it's uh, you, you give them clothes and they turn around and sell them and it's 100 percent profit. Right. Uh, you think you're doing a good thing, but it's just a resale store. And uh, the guy who owns it made a shit ton of money. Genius. Genius. Don't get me wrong. But uh, the Salvation Army, those guys that make a lot of money uh, and uh, many other charities. You know what I mean? Um, you have to be careful who you are giving your money to because I think there's a uh, Jewish guy who is the head of the, the trademarked uh, BLM charity. So be mindful of that. There are other outlets that you can donate to if you want to, you know, Uh, and I just highly suggest that you just don't give blindly because that's what they're banking on. No pun intended. That's what they're hoping you do. Because they they hoping that they they take advantage of uh, emotional fits, you know what I mean, emotional outrage and things like that. And people want to just help as fast as possible. So they, oh shit, hold on. Okay, cool. And then uh, so they're just taking in the money, you know what I mean. But see, uh, with charities, they don't pay dividends. That's why they don't have to pay taxes. You know what I'm saying? So they find other ways to. Uh, they, they all the money that they've taken in, like usually goes to a lot of shell corporations, ends up going going there and then gets washed in an, in another way. 
you know what I mean? It's a bunch of uh, legal uh, hoops and loops that you got to jump through, but they, uh, so, some people have gotten it down to a science and they're really good at it. So I just highly suggest that you vet anybody that you give money to. 100% always look into that shit. Um, the influencers of social media have also saddened me. But I mean, you know, when you are, well, when you take on a profession that uh, is about 100% about being fake, it's like, what else do you expect? You know what I mean? But I mean, unfortunately, when it has to do deal with something that I'm very uh, passionate about, which is um, uh, not just uh, defunding the police, but holding them accountable for the things that they do uh, with their discriminatory treatment. Uh, it kind of, it kind of really irks me. So uh, they, you know, them doing their photo shoots, uh, Darren, Darren McKinnon, that fucking blue fest guy who made his name off of Twitter activism and did something stupid to turn around and then get arrested. And then he just looks up straight at five cameramen snapping his picture just so that he can, it can go on his wall and it can metaphorically add to this uh, riches in heaven, which is in uh, the good graces of, um, hmm, what is it? Public opinion. Yeah. The good graces of public opinion. So, you know, they're taking photographs. They're saying, oh, get a picture of me staring at the damage. But like, that's the problem that I have with taking photos, right? It's because you're being fake in an instant for for a particular, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to pose. And I don't really, I've never really felt comfortable posing because I always thought, like, it just wasn't real. It wasn't natural. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're going to get my photo, you better get me doing what the fuck I'm just doing. That's about it. Because I'm not about to just cheese with you because it's going to look like a fake, a raggedy pose if I'm going to do some shit like that. You know what I mean? And I don't understand the cognitive, no, it's not cognitive dissonance. It's uh, the disassociation that they're able to have with reality to capture something that's that's uh, set up to make it seem like, well, to to add to their riches and in the, in, the court of public opinion, you know what I mean? It, uh, I, I hope that people see it, but I mean, a lot of them have been getting caught. There are, uh, accounts called influencers in the wild that catches them being strange and doing this, this fake shit just to get a free shit and followers, which is just, I don't know. I, I personally can't wrap my head around it. I mean, I'm just going to sit here talking to circles and befuddle myself, but um, it's it's quite disgusting, I have to say. You know, there was that lady who was said, oh, get my photo of me uh, screwing this board in, and like, I couldn't even imagine what the guy thought who was in front of her. She was like, this bitch, are you serious? She was just fake drilling a board and take my picture. Oh, and I'm, we're going to hop in the Mercedes truck. Oh, BLM. Like, fuck out of here, bitch. Like, really? That's, that's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that people continue to get caught and they get continue and they continue to get put on blast. And, uh, you know, they, they're not able to make money off of this non job. You know what I mean? It's a, a, a section of, new age employment, you know what I mean, that they've started. I mean, it's quite fickle. 
if you think about it. I mean, because none of it's really guaranteed. So they have to do a bunch of horse shit in order to even go like make money or come up on anything or get followers or get any type of notoriety. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a giant crock of horse shit anyway. Where the fuck is my music at? There we go. So what the fuck are they talking about? All these social media influencers. Uh, yeah, they, they never were a part of the protest, the peaceful protest. They just showed up and just say, hey, take my photo in front of the wreckage so I can look like I was here. And then they hopped in the whip and left. Fucking disgusting, son. I, I just want everybody to keep an eye out for those photographs. You know what I mean? Um, I think a lot of people are worried about. Well, a, a lot of a lot of people are completely unbothered, but they're like, oh, you know, what can I do? How can I help? You know what I mean? Like to to support, you know, things like that. And I mean, like one thing that you don't have to do, like speaking to, the, you know, the white brothers and sisters, you don't have to bow down in some type of strange ritualistic worship shit. You don't have to do that. That's absolutely unnecessary. You know what I mean? That's just the that's that's weird. That's really weird. And if anybody asks you that, there something's wrong with them. Like, let's just keep it a band. All right. Actually, we're going to keep it two Virgils. All right. That's two fifties. That's a hundred. So, um, but what you can do is obviously, you know, spread awareness uh, about the unchecked brutality and physicality and murder of black people and other people at the hands of the police. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is really what it, it boils down to. You know what I mean? Like they've turned into the mob. You know what I mean? They say, Oh, uh, you can't like, we, we police ourselves. You know what I mean? We know internal affairs. We know the coroner who checked out George Floyd's body said he had fentanyl in the system. Black people don't even use fentanyl. Like where the fuck does that even come from? That's not even a thing. It's a magical drug that just popped out of nowhere that they put in people's system just to say, Oh, this is what he was using. And that's why he died. They did it to Prince. They did it to Michael Jackson too. And Sony did it to Prince. If we're going to keep it a hundred, like who owns his music now? Go check it out. That's why they wanted Prince dead. He was a healthy son of a bitch and a genius motherfucker at that. Played every goddamn instrument, no demand. Probably made two, two more. Fuck you talking about this guy. He he was abusing fentanyl. Like, suck a dick. Like, motherfuckers going for that shit? Kiss my ass. A doctor killed Michael Jackson. And if you even talk about that, you get you get erased from Twitter. And the, and the doctor wrote a book about it. The fuck was I even talking about at first? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <sighs> Said he had fentanyl in the system. And then when they hire an, um, an independent coroner, he, like, he died from asphyxiation, clearly, by no blood flow to his brain. So no oxygen was getting to his brain. And that's how he died. Like, get the fuck out of here. They know all these people. They know internal affairs. They know the, they know the coroner. They know everybody working on their case. Like, like if, if my, okay, for instance, if my friend Lance, right, if, if he like allegedly did something and I'm supposed to investigate him, bro, we throwing that shit out of here. We about to go get something to eat, bro. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there has to be checks and balances, you know, like, especially when it's something like, like a, a position in the local government that is important as being a cop, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, 
oh, well, we're scared and we're this, this, and that. Well, don't be a cop. Flat out. Did nobody ask your pussy ass to be a cop? Like, I, like that's what I don't understand. Like, like, this is a dangerous job. I think I said on the last podcast. I'm pretty sure I did. This is what comes with the territory, bro. Don't start crying when it get real. You know what I should find? A goddamn blues playlist. That's the fuck I need in my life. There we go. Let's go ahead. All right. Jesus. So, what the fuck are they talking about? You know, I, I really hate that this is this is what I keep talking about. You know what I mean? But I mean, since we're in the corona times and I'm not able to go out and into the world and frolic and gallivant the way that I normally do. You know what I'm saying? Turn the shit down. So loud as fuck. Unfortunately, this has to be on the docket. And honestly, I don't blame you if you turn it off. All right. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep some things like maybe I'll stumble through the Internet, see what we can find. But um. But yeah, you know, like a, a lot of uh, white brothers and sisters were asking what they can do. And um, number one, be careful of what charities you give to. OK, that's one. All right. Um, like I said, just spread, spread awareness. And then when you're around the people who go through the mental gymnastics of, oh, well, you know, Black on black crime is still a thing. Yeah, and so is white on white crime and Asian on Asian crime. Within every community, that's wh- where the 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 ethnic crime happens. You know what I mean? Like that's like that statement doesn't even make any sense. So w- w- whenever they say that, all you have to do is just stop them because this right, like, like I I feel like the slogan of Black Lives Matter scared a lot of people. Because they internalize it as a threat to their position in the racial hierarchy of the country. Right? So, they internalize that. But have you ever, like, been in denial about something? And it was just in the back of your mind. And you knew you weren't being honest. But you inside, but you on the outside were still saying the opposite. You know what I mean? You were still saying, oh, no, no, no. It's this, 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 and this. But you know, back in the in, in the recesses of your mind, it's just right there. It's just screaming and just waving at the bottom like, oh, motherfucker, no, I'm the truth and I'm here. This is what you really feel. This is, what in, this is what's in the bottom of their goddamn subconscious. They took the slogan as a threat to their position in the racial hierarchy of the country. And then they turn around and said, no, all lives matter. And what about the troops? And then what What about the firefighters, too? And then my cousin is serving a Viet- in uh, goddamn, I'm about to say Vietnam, in Iraq right now. And you know what I'm saying? So there. So when you find these people who are in denial, all you have to do is simply talk, talk to them. Right. And they say, oh, all these black people are this and all black people are that. Or all these Mexicans are this. All these Mexicans are that. Or all these Asians are this. And all these Asians are that. That's not the case. Just like Daryl Davis, he converted over 50 Ku Klux Klan members. He got them to turn over their robes, the hoodie, the like the, you know, the point of hood, the, the one that's the scariest. Got them to turn them over because all he had to do is just talk to them. He's like, look, all the things that you believe about me aren't true. 
Look, not everybody is the way that you think that they are and the way that you've been told that they are because you haven't even interacted with them. You don't talk to them on a normal basis. You don't even have... What the fuck? You don't even have a, a, a friend who's not even the same color as you, ethnicity. You know what I mean? So... I think, what did I call it last time? Intellectual dishonesty. The intellectual dishonesty and the mental gymnastics that people go through in order to justify what they want to be the truth. Right? And it's just not the case. And so, and then they're like, oh, well, why are they destroying their own community? I think I talked about it last last podcast. I'm pretty sure I did. Black people don't own anything in those communities. Yes, there, there were a few small businesses that got fucked up and that's that's pretty sad but like i said earlier there were agents who were starting that shit and then when they tried to go to long beach they got sent the fuck the other way because i don't know if you've seen these people in these videos but they're super assassins created up like in in some perfect black outfit to where they can't be identified that's creepy because no impromptu quote-unquote looter no impromptu looter is gonna look like that that motherfucker was ready for some shit and those motherfuckers are the ones that are out there doing it. And a lot of the fucking uh, tear gas and the smoke bombs are starting a lot of fires, too. And a lot of people haven't talked about that shit either. The, one, the ones that the cops are throwing. So you got these fucking provocateurs and these agents running around uh, trying to live out their fucking... Trying to... like They got tired of LARPing. You know what I'm saying? So they want to go out and actually smash it and burn shit and operate within the chaos because they fucking beat off to the Joker movie. You know what I mean? I like the movie too, right? But it's a movie. You know what I'm saying? But these people want this to be real life. And this is their opportunity. And this is what they did. They saw prime real estate. They were incentivized, like I said earlier, by George Soros, who pays Antifa because Antifa is something's. I don't, I don't really trust them. I don't trust them. Actually, I don't trust them at all. Something's wrong with them. Right? Because they're not just, oh, we're anti fat. Who isn't an anti fat? Like that, your name doesn't even make sense. Like, what do you want? You just want to fuck shit up just for the sake of fucking shit up. The fuck are we doing here? Right? And and then and then they're turning around and saying it's only black people we're looting. That's just false. Come on. That's just false. Everybody is in there. Right? And I mean, who like who's to say if a fa- your favorite store in the whole wide world wasn't getting looted. You know what I'm saying? And you happen to be right there. First one, prime real estate. You might not grab a few, like you may or may not grab a few things. I don't know. I may or may not put it above myself. You see what I'm saying? May or may not quit pro quo, allegedly. All that lingo and jargon and bullshit. Right? So, I mean, a lot of people are talking from afar because they're not in these situations. The police are shooting people with rubber bullets in the face, which should be, which should be fucking illegal, which is absolutely fucking insane. Because those things are supposed to be ricocheted off the ground. Because those things are look like fucking bullet bill from Super Mario, fucking flying at you, ready to take you out. I mean, honestly, cops have rubber bullets all the time. Like, because like, look, look, if you get hit with a rubber bullet, that shit is not the business. I would like you might as well just kill me and shoot me with a rubber bullet, cause that's some bullshit. That should have hurt so fucking bad. Motherfuckers are losing their eyes because they're getting shot with with uh, tear gas canisters and all kinds of shit, man. 
<sighs> but shout out to the people who are in good faith, you know, who are the children of God, who are, you know, going with good intentions, not ill will. You know what I mean? They don't have some underhanded uh, ideology or thing that they want to happen. You know what I mean? They don't have an ulterior motive, excuse me. But um, at any rate, a few a few people, like one guy I really want to say sorry to is Kanye West. Dude, I called him Kanye West. I talked so much shit about him. I called him. He Turns out the guy was probably never even really crazy in the first place. It was all a show. It was all his show just to get those people out of prison because he said if he never would have put on the hat, he never would have got the meeting with the president, which is fucking true. Whether you want to admit it or not, it was goddamn true. And then guess what he did? He got those people out and then he donated to fucking George Floyd's family. Started college funds. Michael Jordan donated $100 million. And I talked shit about him last week. Virgil Abloh donated 50 bucks. 50 bucks can't even buy one of a pair of his socks. Drew Brees backtracked after he said how he really felt, and I would have respected him more if he stood on what the fuck he said. I know I'm missing plenty more. I'm missing so many more. If there's something that I missed that somebody you wanted me to talk about, I am sorry that I didn't touch on it. All right? But I'm, I've been in a funk or a fog, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? Um, luckily, I still have employment. I'm happy about that. Um, sorry to all the people who are uh, still lost their jobs. The uh, uh, forbearance on their rent is getting ready to end. Uh, I really count my blessings every day because that's something that I don't have to worry about at the moment. Um, you know. Uh, we're probably going to talk about it next week. You know what I mean? Because a lot of things really make me want to believe in God. And a lot of things question his existence at the same time. So with that being said, this is the God of Sluts podcast. Peace. We all know that the only way to top the perfect cup of Duncan cold brew is with velvety new sweet cold foam from Duncan. But how do you top that? With an exclusive offer for DD Perks members. Get a medium chocolate stout cold brew with sweet cold foam, cold brew with sweet cold foam, or cold brew for $3. It's the perfect deal to top off the perfect top to the perfect cup of Dunkin' Cold Brew. Doesn't that sound great? Not a DD Perks member? Join today via the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.